Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special Agents of Damned. I am your sometimes benevolent, often malevolent dungeon master, Jordan Roman. As you may notice, I'm by myself this time. But that's because, like I said, this is sort of a special little treat, where I'm going to be doing a special Q&A-style episode. Now, we reached out to everyone through every platform that we have, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and yes, even MySpace. So, without any further ado, let's just go ahead and get right into the questions. I know that's why you guys are here. I'm going to tell you guys the answers to your deepest questions on the show so far. Question number one. What is Odart? And how is it that he is immortal? So, the truth about that is that Odart, and this is spoilers throughout this entire thing, uh, Odart is actually a god created by a group of Kuatoa from the Shadowfell. He traveled back to the Material Plane, or rather, originally to the Material Plane, shortly afterwards, and he has existed on our plane of existence since almost time immemorial. They don't really realize this, but Odart does. Anyway, next question. Is Big Betty just one person or a coven of identical hags? Okay, this is actually a fun one, technically speaking. She's both. So, Big Betty actually suffers from a very severe case of multiple personality syndrome. So, that effectively makes her one... Per, like a one-person coven. There's, there's only one physical Betty, but there are three personalities inside of her. The Chef Betty, the Waitress Betty, and the Proprietress Betty. And that's just... it makes up her. And... Every time that she changes her personalities, because she's a hag, her hat changes along with her. It just seems like she's crazy. Which, argument. Anyway, third question. What is the true nature of Saith's curse, and how does the circus dream relate to it? She's not cursed. That's just a bit Katie's keeping up. It, it, she's actually fine. She can stop smiling whenever she wants to. Her parents aren't even dead, honestly. Vars is still kicking, too. She talks to them regularly. She just does it in secret so she can keep up her edgy persona in front of everyone else and maintain that roguelike facade that she is so fond of. So he's actually got a pretty good life. Next question. Why does Forngol think he's a Mykonid? Did King Robolette never tell Forngol what he really is? He is a Mykonid. What are you guys talking about? Okay, look. Just because I stated that he looks... Like a lion shifter. And I have stated in canon that he is a lion shifter. And I have repeatedly stated in canon that he is not a Mykonid. Doesn't mean he's not a Mykonid. Guys, you can't judge a book by its cover. Come on. 2021, keep up. Next question. Does P's name stand for something? Nah, not at all, actually. That's just how deep gnomes are. Their names are just single characters. This does create an unfortunate dichotomy, though, within the Underdark, in that there can only ever be 26 of them at any given point in time. So, before a new one can be born, one of the currently living ones must first perish. It's quite tragic. Next question. What is a fun fact about the show that you have not yet revealed? Oh, that's a fun one. So, by far my favorite little tidbit that I have yet to reveal is actually about Ryan. She actually loves dirty jokes. The dirtier, the better. But because she likes to maintain a professional appearance, she doesn't let this slide. So she does everything that she can in order to hide this from everyone, especially Arlo. Next question. 
Will Rilo ever happen? No. Next question. How did Pendleton die? So, Pendleton, funny enough, was actually murdered by his own wife. Ironically, though, and he did not know this at the time, his wedding ring was the ring of mind shielding, which is why Pendleton's wife felt the need to murder him in cold blood. She thought he was trying to hide something from her. Though, this does also now mean that when Tara is wearing that wedding ring, and since they never technically got divorced, when Tara is now technically married to Pendleton's wife. So, interesting things there for the whole Wintera bookworm dichotomy. Speaking of, next question. Why is Wintera and her family so into eating knees? Okay, so this is actually a pretty interesting one, and I've left some hints about this along the way. So, unlike Saith, Wintera and her family are actually cursed. Because of... Audelo's disdain for Ulrich, the two of them, when they got married, Lady Titania took that as a sign of Audelo would not approve of this, so I will curse them and their entire lineage to always love knees. And when I say always, I mean always. That's why none of them view it as strange. To them, they've always liked knees. And, of course, being Faye, Titania didn't tell Audelo about this, so as far as Audelo knows... That's just how it's always been. She's just always loved knees and she doesn't know why. Next question. Why hasn't Drew been using the alchemy jug that he, as Arlo, made Wintera buy, despite how excited he was for it? Okay, so actually he has been using it, just not in the episodes. The thing about that is he's been doing it off-screen because he's a little bit embarrassed about how Arlo's been using it. The truth is, Arlo's actually been using it as a nightly ritual to coat himself in the full one gallon of honey and just staring himself in a mirror as he practices his lines in order to help him seduce Ryan. He does this in the hopes that when they do eventually become a thing, he can become her sticky sweet honey boy. Well, that's all of the time that we have for questions. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. I, it was a lot of fun getting to answer y'all's questions and really dive deep into the lore of our world. Looking very much forward to resuming our usual uploading schedule starting in May, where we begin Season 2 in earnest, where things get even more crazy and even more wild than they did in Season 1. If you want to support us and follow what we do, you know what to do. Follow us on all of our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Agents of Damned, Agents of D, or AOD. I believe in order. I wasn't paying attention when I did that. We also have a website at agentsofdamned.com or wordpress.agentsofdamned.com. We prefer the former, where we also now have merch. That is right. You can find that at tpublic.com slash users slash... AOD. Uh, we also have a Discord server under the same name, AOD. You can join us there where you can submit fan art, theories, or just, you know, talk to us. Any suggestions that you may have for things or people you want included in the show, things like that. Be sure to leave us a review and share this with a friend or just the show in general. Helps get the word out for us and helps make us a bigger thing. Also, we have a Patreon where you can get exclusive after shows. Not for this, unfortunately. And as part of that, uh, you will also get access to the episodes a week before they air compared to everyone else. Plus some other things that we are planning in the near future that you may get to hear some stuff about. So look forward to that. So until next time, goodbye and a happy April 1st.